0: You're listening to a podcast from The Pool. Hi, I'm Viv Groskop, your pool agony aunt, and this is Waving Not Drowning, where I'll discuss how to combat your problems and solve your emotional issues. On this week's Dear Viv, what to do when your family is falling out over funeral arrangements. Diviv. My maternal grandfather passed away last week after a protracted period of illness. While his death was expected, it is of course a very sad time for me and the wider family, including his three children and wife, my grandmother. My mother has a severe mental illness and was unable to maintain a relationship with me and my younger half-sister. I grew up from the age of nine in my father's house, while my sister moved into our aunt's house three hours away. Our contact with our mother was sporadic and highly dependent on her condition. After a couple of years, it became impossible to keep in contact with her because she would move house and change her number so regularly. Our aunt and grandmother took this particularly badly and, despite my mother's condition, decided to completely cut off contact with her when she was around – the family is very sweep it under the carpet about difficult topics and very old-fashioned in their attitudes towards mental illness, so her name was never brought up except to criticise her. The only exception to this was my grandfather, who used to meet her twice a year and, I suspect, provide financially for her. When it became clear that my grandfather was dying, I was very keen for my mother to know and, if she wished, to say goodbye. Goodbye. My uncle and I managed to contact her and he arranged for her to come and see her father. When Grandad died, my grandmother told my uncle that he could not tell my mother as she is not welcome at the funeral. I spoke to my granny and made it clear that my mother had a right to know of her father's death. We have a good relationship and she accepted my viewpoint so I contacted my mother and told her the news. I also asked my mother if she wanted to attend the funeral. She said that she would think about it and let me know. Ultimately, if my granny, who is organising the funeral, doesn't want her to attend, I have to respect that. But I think most of this decision is coming from my aunt. Plus, I think my granddad would have wanted my mother to be there. I generally agree that I should just not get involved with things that don't involve me, but in this case, I feel very strongly that if my sick mother wants to attend her dad's funeral service, then that should happen. Due to the adult role given to me my whole life and the fact that I am her daughter and she is sick, I feel like it has ridiculously fallen to me to facilitate this. Sorry for all the dense context for what is a simple question. How do I, given this context, best manage the conversation with my aunt where I tell her that my mother should and will attend her dad's funeral? Thanks Viv. Yours, granddaughter born in the wrong time. Ah, oh, Dearest daughter and granddaughter, well, I hope you get this reply in time, as I imagine time was of the essence when you wrote your very moving letter, which has been edited here for length. What a story and how difficult for you, for your mum and for everyone involved. But before I get into this very specific dilemma you wrote in about, I do want to take a step back. Your grandfather has died, and I'm so sorry to hear that, and I'm sorry about the emotional distress his death has caused. But before you get too caught up in your family's wider problems, give yourself time to stop for a minute. Think about your grandfather and grieve. I'm concerned that in all the drama that has erupted as a result of his death, there's no space for the natural, uncomplicated sorrow that comes with the death of someone we love. I know you say his illness was protracted and his death did not come as a surprise, but any death is shocking and sometimes it can be shocking how painful it is even when it was supposedly expected. So make sure you allow yourself some space for your positive memories of him and the relationship you had. It sounds as if all these other events are in danger of crowding that out and that would be a real shame. It's also storing up future problems for you if you don't process your feelings about his death. So give yourself plenty of time to rest, sit in peace and think about things. This is the advice that I would give after any bereavement. So allow yourself time to think about your grandfather separately to all this drama and remember all the good times you had with him. Let this be a moment where you celebrate his life and all the good things he did for you. Give yourself some time where you think about him outside of the context of everything else you've explained in your letter. Everyone you mention has a life and an existence and relationships outside of this drama I know it probably feels as if you're all in some way defined by it, but it doesn't have to feel that way. So that's one thing, although it's a very important thing. I do understand, though, that this cannot be a simple bereavement because of all the problems it's stirred up for your family, which sound as if they've been waiting to erupt for a long time. It also sounds as if, mental illness or not being part of a big drama where everyone has their opinion and there are secrets and showdowns and goodness knows what else all this has become part of your family dynamic that's understandable because you've had very difficult things to deal with but you must be able to see how unhealthy this drama is for everyone of course you feel strongly about this because you clearly love your mother and you have huge empathy for her condition Uh, in a way that's been very hard uh, for your aunt and grandmother. Their position, though, whilst not as empathetic as yours, I think is understandable. As you suggest yourself, they've probably been protecting themselves all these years, as well as protecting you and your sister in some measure. And when a family member has a severe mental illness and finds it difficult to maintain what we think of as normal relationships, I think it's important that we don't try to judge anything by normal standards. Everyone has just been getting by as best they can in this situation. It does sound as if you've managed this situation extraordinarily well by remaining on more or less good terms with everyone and keeping your own mind balanced. So don't forget to congratulate yourself on that. You suggest in your letter as well that it's not clear in your family who are the parents and who are the children. There's still a lot of sadness around the fact that you and your sister were separated. You lived with your father. She was raised by your mother's sister. I can't even begin to imagine how this must have felt for the two of you then aged nine and five. I can see, though, that control and sorting things out has become really important in this family, and that does make perfect sense, as all of these adults were evidently having to deal with a very chaotic and difficult situation. They did what they could in the circumstances. I'm worried, though, in the context of all of this, about the language you use in addressing the real reason you wrote in. You say, how do I, given this context, best manage the conversation with my aunt where I tell her that my mother should and will attend their dad's funeral? So this is not really a conversation that you want to manage, is it? It's that you feel it's your duty to tell your aunt that this isn't a discussion. Your mother is coming and that's the end of it. But as you say yourself, you have spoken to your mother and she doesn't even know if she wants to come or not. And judging by everything you've said, what your mother says she wants on one day doesn't necessarily come to pass. She really may not be up to this, I think. Whether it would be actually good for her or not to come. And you're trying to arrange something for someone with mental illness. This is probably not a good idea. I think the key to this is to stand back and be open minded. What would happen if everyone stopped controlling things and let them unfold? What if you decided not to get involved in the decision about your mother coming to your grandfather's funeral? what if things were left open if she comes she comes if she doesn't she doesn't she may say she's going to come and then not turn up she may come and really upset everyone she may come and people who thought it was a terrible idea may be persuaded that actually it was the right thing any of these things could happen can you see that you cannot possibly stay in control of all of these different outcomes What you're trying to do by having this conversation with your aunt is desperately claw back some certainty and some comfort, which is completely understandable as there has been so little of these two things in everything involving your mother. What you're also trying to do is set things right, and I sympathise anyone would do this. But what you're really asking here is, how can I make my mum be there not only for my grandfather, but for me and for her own sake. The answer to that, according to everything you've written and all the evidence of your family life so far, is you can't. You cannot make her be there, which is a painful and terribly sad thing. If I were you, in my mind, I would also be thinking if she can just be there at the funeral, then that will make everything all right. But you know the truth. You don't know if she'll be able to be there or not. And what has already happened cannot be made right. What has happened in the past can only be understood, accepted, and forgiven. I know you feel strongly at the moment that your mother should be there and that someone needs to be her advocate. But I also think you need to think about yourself. Is getting involved in this fight the kindest thing that you can do to yourself at this difficult time? Wouldn't it be so much kinder to take a deep breath and say, what will be, will be, I can't control it. If it makes you feel better, write a letter to your aunt explaining why you think your mother should be there, but don't send it. Or better still, instead of writing that letter, Talk all this out with a therapist or a bereavement counsellor. You can just go and see someone as a one-off. You can go to welldoing.org for recommendations of people to talk to. The truth is, and I'm so sorry to have to say this, but you cannot control any of these people or make them do the right thing any more than you could when you were nine years old. I really wish it wasn't that way for you. I really do. But you need now to act in your own best interests and that is going to involve setting boundaries and managing your own expectations. I'm sending you all the love in the world and I have huge respect for how sensible, strong and open minded you've been to survive all this mess. Give yourself some space. Find some time to grieve your grandfather and stop taking it all on yourself. It's not all on you. But it is time to start putting yourself and your peace of mind first. Let everyone else look after themselves. Yes, even the people who are not that great at looking after themselves. You look after you. That's all for today. If you have a problem you'd like to submit, please send your email to dearviv at thepoolltd.com or tweet us at thepooluk. Thanks for listening. Join us again soon and sign into thepool.com where you can get more content specifically made by us for women like you. We hope we we'll see you there.